Blog Talk Radio. Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, December 4th, 2019. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. And joining me, joining me per usual, is uh, my main man, co-host extraordinaire, uh, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what'd it be like? I'm typing out a mean tweet about you right now. Um, but other than that, I'm doing uh, pretty well, as a matter of fact. So a mean unnecessary and unwarranted tweet. No, you deserve all of it. Oh, my God. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, but no, Light. doing um, Likely. all right. Okay. All right. Good. Um, we've got uh, we got some <laughs> Shut up. We got some uh... <laughs> to talk about. We got plenty to talk about today. Let's um... turn that volume all the way up. Um, we've, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Let me first go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. If you want to reach out and talk to us, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this here show. Uh, the first way is uh, jump in line. Talk to us directly. Get in queue, and we will talk, take your call and talk to you on this here show. Uh, so get at us. 347-202-0103. That is the number to call in. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. The other way to have your voice heard, especially if you can't call in live, drop us a voicemail. We've got a couple of those tonight. Uh, Hit us on the voicemail line. You've got three unadulterated minutes to ask questions, uh, pose comments, rant, rave, whatever you want. Three minutes there. Uh, That number is... uh, what is it? 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229. So get at us on the voicemail. Also, the chat room is open for you <clears throat> one or two stragglers that, that decide to pop by every uh, now and then. Chat room is open. Uh, find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at TravLord. You can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch or however you want. Um, go like the page. Post it on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Get them involved with the whole program. You know how that works. So yeah, that's that. Uh, Cam, what is uh, 
What's the story? What's the A story coming out of the last week in wrestling? I have no idea. Um, what do you mean? You know, it's kind of a week where we're building to a pay-per-view next week, but we mm-hmm. don't really have matches announced. So it's going to be a pretty busy, you know, three shows, four shows with NXT, depending on if they're on the card. But, yeah, it's kind of open-ended. Um, you know, nothing really bad, I would say, is happening on, on TV um, as far as WWE goes. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of kind of a standard thing. Um, I mean, uh, maybe a place to lead off would be NXT uh, ratings going up. AEW ratings will be down, and if that means anything, or if it's a Wednesday night thing. Um, but yeah, there's nothing to me that really sticks out. I mean, and probably if I had to jump with one single thing, it would be the Fiend title bill. Okay, so I got a little more insight, if you want to call it that, to, 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 that, uh, to the Fiend title bill about how you know, handmade, and it is a very uh, a custom thing that somebody, and not all of them will be the same, because somebody's sitting there with their hands making them, and that's yeah. just how, how that works. Which is and pretty I'm like, cool. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I still, even if I had $7,200 to throw away and to wipe my ass with, would not spend it on that. Like, if it was a regularly yeah. priced Belt, same quality, it just, or not same quality, similar quality, but like a more uh, assembly line, mass produced uh, feel to it. And it was $270, $370, $400, but whatever, you know, somewhere between two and $600. And I could fuck off two or $600. On, nope. Wouldn't do it. What is, for what? It's not a TV belt. He's never worn it. It's, you know, the Smoking Skulls belt was at least they put it on TV. The radar belt, the spinner belt, of course, were all over TV for years and years and years. This thing is just the thing so they could try to make seven grand on a a belt. And I don't care what you tell them. Unless unless they made 200, who's this person that's hand-making all these that's making it worthwhile? So if they're like Everybody gets one, or the ability to get one. They make thirty thousand of these things, or even three thousand of them. I'm like, mm, handmade, huh? Handcrafted by, you know, and all the hype they put, or all the superlatives they put into their description. Like, I don't buy it. Or even yeah, if I do, be, I like, still ain't like, buying it. What? How many of them are they planning on producing? Like a few thousand? Yeah, I don't. Whatever. It would have to, like, I, like I'm with you though. Like, it would have to be like. Um, a numbered one that said six of two hundred. Like, if it's if it's like that bourbon that has like the wax lid, and they talk in the commercials, they're like, "Well, we hand close these with the wax at the end of production," and everybody has their different like way of dipping the thing and twisting and make the wax like you know tie off. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. If you want to, if you want to say, yeah, we've got." A hundred skilled people making these, you know, t- you know, three, four thousand, but however many they're going to do. Okay, but to try to make it sound like this one famous artist, this one gr- designer guy, is like sitting there, you know, 
churning these, churning these things out. I'm uh, I'm already calling bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 a lot. I think that was um, it stuck out just because of the conversation. Like I'm imagining somebody coming up to uh, coming up like at WrestleMania in Tampa, walking around with that damn thing. Like you're not safe. Like even if you're safe, you're not safe. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lick. <laughs> you are like yeah, you're a walking lick. The re no, cause, I mean I feel like the resale. You put that thing. I feel like that's a stock X thing. Like you could put that on a sneakerhead website and really make money. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, you paying your rent for the year off of off of a lick. Oh my goodness. Um, but no, I mean I, I think Daniel Bryan and the Fiend were I guess kind of a highlight of of um Survivor Series in that. It just showed me how good Daniel Bryan really is. Like, for me to hate the format of the theme matches, for me to hate that stupid light, for me to think that they shouldn't go long, Daniel Bryan is just that good. To where I was like, oh, this is still good. Um, and, and, you know, so them probably getting together at TLC or maybe even all the way to the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for that. Um, you have, you know, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Um you can't ever call it a double turn with Kevin Owens because he's one of the few characters that has the agency to where he can come out and say the right thing, and you're like, okay, makes sense why he's doing that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty good. You know, we're getting more AOP after months and months of teasing them. Like, if you're going to invest that much time into an act, this is the right way to bring them back in. Um, so that's there. All of a sudden, like, Randy Orton is – you know, not to me, because I ain't watching that shit, but it's a lot more interesting to people who have more open minds. Um, you know, firmly a face, you know, the other side of AJ. So if you're one of those people who notices that Randy Orton, you know, dogs it early and often, he does seem to be motivated. I mean, even more so in promo alone, um, working with AJ Styles. So I think that's a good thing. Um you know, again, they're building to this. It looks like they're building to Kabuki Warriors and Charlotte and Becky in a TLC match for the tag titles. Um, and I don't like Charlotte being able to go 15 minutes with the Kabuki Warriors. Not like, not a fan of that. Um, Wait, by herself? Yes, in a handicap match for 15 minutes with them. So I didn't see. I saw the first. I saw Seth promo. I saw... Mm-hmm. That's the, I saw a very little, just some of the first hour. Wow, come on. Yeah, like that. And they've gotten away from that. They used to do that a lot in the mid 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 two thousand, like handicap matches with big stars. But I don't care how I don't care if you're The Rock and it's Curtis Axel and you know uh, uh, Bo Dallas. Like they should win because they're two capable people, and it's one of you. I don't care how good you are. Or you got to book it in a way where it's just, you know, and they don't. They just have them beat the guy straight. It's just, you know, hey, I'm going to watch y'all in five minutes. Or I'm going to hang with y'all and then watch y'all in, you know, 10 or 12, 15. So I don't like, I don't, yeah. yeah. I'm interested to um, to see where they go with. Uh, they should get their ass they go with in a TLC match like, when yeah. Becky shows up. And, yeah, to flip side, interested to see where they go with 
uh, Scorpio Sky now, who, um, you know, lost, not clean, but clean, mm-hmm. um, you know, to Jericho after putting on a good performance. I hope that they let him come out and cut, you know, a good promo and that they can build off that. Um, yeah, I mean, everything else on, uh, on Dynamite was pretty by the books. Um, you know, you yeah, I wasn't have, a fan of last week. I mean, we had that yeah. that stupid opening segment, which was just like, I thought we weren't. I, so we're sports entertaining for twenty minutes to start the show. Yeah, the one like thing the people been complaining thing for yeah. for twenty years, certainly ten or twelve. Mm-hmm. I just, I was very disappointed in that. Like the, the NXT, and it was what was going on on NXT for how they opened up their show, which they did in eight minutes. And it was flames, you know, with Adam Cole coming out there and they talking that cash shit and then they get confronted and they set up everything for the next two months or for the next, probably for the rest of the year, uh, TV for the rest of the year. And then I'm, I'm looking at dynamite and there's Vicks vapor rub. There's a birthday party. There's blow up, uh, you know, people. Uh, and, and oh, and Virgil. Yeah, it's it's it stopped being funny. On it stopped being funny when he was doing it himself. You know, um, I just was uh, I just didn't understand like what I, and more like not because of oh look because I could I had it on mute so forever I couldn't even tell you what was going on. I, I, you could make it out, but it was just because we we're supposed to be. I thought we were doing things different. Like was I did I did I miss the memo where where we we're trying to be WWE light? That's always the problem. That was TNA's problem. That's a lot of problems with, with companies when they yeah. when they and try to try to get on. They go, well, this is what's been working for the last however many years. Like, well, has it been working, or has people have people been very much complaining about that? And don't let me I'm sure tell it was cool. Um, yeah, don't let me discount. You get a really good, you know, Kenny Omega pop match. Um, you know, MJF Hangman Page was fine. Um, B Priestley and Emi Sakura and uh, Statlander and Sheeta, like that was good. Like there was some good well, wrestling but, on that but, show. But the finish to that was stupid as fuck. Which one? The Statlander uh, uh, Emi Sakura match. With the yeah. Because yeah. as soon as I saw Chris Statlander, I was like, holy shit, who's she? I want to know more about her. She looks great. Mm-hmm. She looks credible. And there was a few things with how she wrestled. She like stops yeah. and celebrates every after every move. But I was intrigued. She looks credible. Like, wow, here we go. And then they had like the cor- arguably the corniest uh, woman on the roster beat her. Like, I like Riho better than her. I like she- Sheeta better than her. I like B, B and uh, uh, hate Jamie Hayter better than Emmy Sakura. Emmy Sakura fucking sucks. She's fine in the ring. I don't mean like she blows spots and all that, but she's fucking trash. And the, that corny ass gimmick she got with Freddie Mercury bullshit is trash. And then they bring this new intriguing woman on, and first thing they do is they have the corniest woman on the roster beat her. Like, what the fuck are they doing? So, um, you know, on the flip side, you have NXT celebrating, you know, winning Survivor Series as a whole. 
Um, mm-hmm. And again, Undisputed Era carrying themselves like jerks. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, you know, Champa cutting great Champa promos like he like he does. Um, tag title match, great. Uh, you know, Kyle O'Reilly's streak still intact. Um, I'm just not into Mansoor. I don't know what he's supposed to be. I think the guy, like the actual person, is kind of interesting on Twitter, but he's just a guy. Um, I also think Shane Thorne is a really good hand. I don't know if it'll ever like be a thing. That's about um, it, though. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate that there's like a guy like Akira Tozawa was basically steamrolled <clears throat> by Andrade. And then when he gets in there with Leo Rush, they go, you know, 10 minutes and do all the cool stuff. But, yeah, I, you can't really And then he gets that, embarrassed and steamrolled mm-hmm. by Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Um, you know, you get Ballard Champa, which is good. Um, you get, you know, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler is coming to a head. You hope that that means... Like, like, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, Rhea Ripley beats Shayna Baszler at the takeover before Rumble, and Shayna Baszler wins the Rumble. Like, in a perfect world. Um, mm. I don't know if that's what happens, uh, but, you know, their match is going to be really good. Um, you feel like the next time they go, it's going to have a firm finish. I mean... I don't think it's just familiarity, Travis, and it absolutely could be, and I hope that the callers can speak to it one way or another. Um, mm-hmm. But like when I look at this AEW ad about blowing NXT out the water and smokes NXT and all that, like I'm sure that the extended version of that media is in the ratings or in quarter hour or, you know, or demographic or whatever. I'm sure that's what it is. But like for that to happen the same week that they beat you in, in the overall ratings – and for somebody like me to look at NXT and say, this is just a better, crisper show. Yeah, um, it just wasn't, it wasn't like a, a, it was just fundamentally and inherently, and you could say, well, they were coming off of a hot weekend. And, but yeah, right. sure, that, that, was, that was indeed true. Uh, but they also set themselves up. Like I said, they set the next month of TV. So you're like already you have the ability to now anticipate things, even something that's not even necessarily booked yet, but you can be like, oh, well, this is probably where they're going by the end of the year. This is where they're going into the Royal, into the Royal Rumble. And that what it, that all, all that does is make you interested and make you much more likely to come back and watch the next week or certainly some of the next uh, show. So, yeah, they're just doing things in a in a more consistent eye on the pri- eye on you know three six twelve months from now, not just yeah. And the timing couldn't have been worse, like you said. And it also wasn't true. I'm like, yeah, just fundamentally, like what? Yeah, y'all don't need to have NXT name in y'all mouth for real, for real. Like if 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 I was calling things, I'd be like. Just not even because of you might be on any given week showing up or embarrassed. Yeah, worry about you. Not even, not even, not even for that. Just because, you know what? Let's just be better. 
Exactly. Try to be, try to be better. It just makes sense. Um, <clears throat> so I, I didn't see Raw. What happened with uh, Seth Rollins in the main event? Was he in the main event? Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, one, I want to say Drew McIntyre is looking great, like getting back to where he's supposed to be. Um, mm-hmm. But no, um, Seth wasn't in the main event. It was uh, a big tag match. Uh, who was it? It was the OC. It was because I know Ricochet took the pin. Um mm-hmm. Was it those two in Orton? I think it was those two in Orton. Um, had they, yeah, had it was the OC reckon? versus, I'm sorry, it was OC versus Ricochet, Carrillo, and uh, and Rey Mysterio. Um, Orton laid them out at the end of the match. But, yeah, um, Ricochet laid out the heel. Pin with the Styles Clash. Yeah, but, no, Orton laid out the heels. So, OC beating Ricochet, Carrillo, and Mysterio. Somebody said... <laughs> Uh, what what do you name this team? And I said, shut up and wrestle, shut up and wrestle, and Humberto Correa. <laughs> uh, doesn't say much either. Which I get, but one one of them at least has the excuse of English not being their first language. All right, and hey, like impact or like dynamite, don't uh, this ain't the week to say you know like Ray just came off his best promo maybe of his career. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, what, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, I lost my thought. Um, yeah, what's what else? What's like a B story? I'm sorry, I, I got distracted. On on Raw, I mean, it would be. No, you know, yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins' allegiance. Um, well. I mean, we haven't been talking about Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley got arrested. I did see that. For, you know, being with a white girl in Tennessee, basically. Um, and them acknowledging basically that. Yeah. We, the <laughs> we did, we did things here. differently in Tennessee. And then they had the, the brother go out there and, and give the line. Like, yeah. They're going to come in here messing things up for me, getting these white folks Tell them about the gun line, about. boss. <laughs> Get them all riled up and looking at me funny. Mm-mm. Not why you intend to get old Kenny Key. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like, really like Rusev's shirt. Like, if anything, like, hey, they got that out of this nonsense. Yeah. Um, and as dumb as it is, that was. That was a uh, <laughs> that was an intense like you know like a fun segment. Once you get past like the nonsense of it, like him coming in, getting the jump, the cops look like idiots standing there letting them beat him up and didn't run in there and do anything. So I, I think Lashley had a had a point to be upset, uh, but but that was fun and he and Rusev you know deranged Rusev with nothing left left to lose. Hey. They might be on something. The wild look in his eyes, the, the, the unshaven, uh, you know, look in the, the, the shirt. 
Anytime somebody jumps over the barricade, beats somebody up, and runs back through the crowd, that's just as long as you don't do it too much. That's uh, that's always going to be like, uh, holy shit, this thing's happening. Look at this. So, I thought that was fun. <laughs> and they got to get something fun out of this drab, dreary of a fucking storyline that they've been telling the last month and a half. Yeah. Which I'm still not. I I still don't know what like. The end, like, what is, yeah, which makes me think they don't know what the fuck the end goal is or or anything. Lana on a pole match? Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, she did just have a movie come out. Um, I don't know, maybe she's taking time off, I don't know, but it's all, it's all done. Like, nobody's going to kill each other and nobody's going to quit, so what are we talking about? And they're still married. And like IRL, so yep. it's it, it doesn't on that level. It's just like oh, man. Silly. so. In, in a year from now, when they're snugged up on Instagram or you know doing various couple things out and at a damn Nashville Predators game or at a rodeo, what the fuck? Oh, we were just playing the part, you know. I'm Alexander, yeah. you know. And that's you know. Stacy or whatever the fuck on Lana's real name is. Maybe it's Lana. I don't know. Yes, yeah, CJ um, Perry. Yeah. That's right. Anything anything worth talking about from last week's SmackDown? No. <laughs> like, no. Um you know, Kofi did just surpass day one thousand as a tag champion. Uh yeah. their podcast came out, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, some real gems in there. I mean, his biggest thing was, you know, I, ch- I choose to be positive about things that might not seem very positive. Um, I think Xavier Woods made me uh, a little bit of money because, you know, I've been sitting on a couple of ideas for merch. And mm-hmm. he basically said when he got to the main roster, they let him know that they already had a Kofi, so he would have to do something different. And I was stunned. Not like real life stunned, not like stunned white people stunned, but normal stunned. Because I can see that happening, even though you and I would acknowledge they're nothing alike. Like, they're nothing alike. Right. Except. Like, personality wise or, or like wrestling wise. They're not built the same, they don't move the same. Right. There's nothing, nothing. besides like, you know, they're black guys who are into various forms of nerd culture. That's it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, you know, that's you and I, and we don't, you know, we're yeah. obviously very different. For them to say that in a company, they said we already got Cam. Cam. Like, I'm not fucking Cam. Like, I couldn't. I'm not even yeah. trying to be Cam. Like, what are you talking about? A company that has Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Elias, and Drew McIntyre, and Ali and Mansoor, who all had the exact same okay. look. Literally, like, I know. Fucking, you can go on and on down yeah. the damn line. black hair look. Last year, or for the last forever, with wet yeah. black hair, showed neck and shoulder length. Like, shut up, yeah. shut like, up. To, to have shut that up. exist in your company, it, it's just like you know what that is, and we know what that is, and they can't say what that is, but we can say it. So I made that sticker that says "Marking out for everybody black," and I'm gonna slap them everywhere in Houston. Nice. Because clearly they at least need our support in the sense of seeing that somebody supports you and they support you for you. 
for exactly what the fuck you are. So, yeah. That's that. So, they they are. I mean, you hate for him to fall back into the tag team hole, but, you know, his time at the top was good because he's doing – He's doing great work right now. And Big E's doing great work. Um, it was them against uh, Cesaro and who was the main event of SmackDown? Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw SmackDown, but I don't remember. Yeah, it was Cesaro and uh, I got it. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, with with his face at ringside. Yeah. They even did had the Sheamus uh, Sheamus vignette earlier in the show, yeah. which I mean it's it's fine as far as like a promo goes, but content wise, I'm just like, okay, is that's what's happening yeah. on SmackDown? It's a bunch of softies and stuff. Like, yeah, maybe maybe yeah, this would bring more. He's calling out Ray Shore on Raw, maybe, but yeah, like he's calling out oh. Shorty G, Baron Corbin, and and. Bray Wyatt, and it's like, you're kind of all over the place with what you're saying. Yeah. Also, before I, the thought leaves me, um, you are prepared to be called a racist, right? With that, with that, with those stickers and that logo. I wrote a 2,000 word article on the state of the NWA. Mm-hmm. It's coming out at noon tomorrow. I'm prepared <laughs> to be called everything. Um, but nobody can fight, so it's all good. You gonna run into that one? Yeah. Why aren't that you just marking out for everybody? Is what they're gonna say. Why do they have to be black? <laughs> I don't know. Ask this big man. Why aren't you marking out for? Oh, mark out. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be what it is, but we will power through. Yeah. As soon as you said yes, I'm marking out for everybody. That's remember, remember when how much shit Xavier Woods caught when he posted the black picture with other black champions. Yeah. Like yeah, all these black excellence. All excellence matters. Fuck you, you fucking Pecker yeah. Woods. Exactly. Oh, um. We've got, like I said earlier, we've got some voicemails. So why, or while we're, let me see, have they uploaded? They have. All right, I'll just have Chewy and really in like Pensacola or some shit, something P, Florida, Park, Parkwood. Um, let's hear what Chewy's got to say this week and. I haven't listened to any of these. <laughs> I'm doing last oh, minute. Go. I'm, in, I'm introducing the show and I'm like fucking uploading the damn voicemails to the <laughs> blog talk servers. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, hopefully uh, Chewy ain't saying the wild shit. And the odds of that are probably pretty high. Greetings, good people. Oh boy. Chewy again. Well, here, I ain't going to talk shit today because I don't feel like it. Well, I don't believe I'm I'm I don't plan on talking shit. That's my cat, by the way. See. Uh, anyway. All right. So two things. One, I was watching Raw, and uh, your boy KO came out, 
And, you know, I get it. You know, he done switched out to a black and red motif. And, shit, and you know, he's on Raw, and Raw is a black and red motif. But the fact that we got this big tattooed white guy wearing black boots with red laces, I mean, I don't know about anybody else. But I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get away from that. I'm like, yo, there was nobody in the back of my head, uh, you know, Kev, I get that you want to wear black and red. But you might not want to look like a violent skinhead while doing it, though. Just, just, just <laughs> talk. Like, God damn, boy. <sighs> anyway, um, my homeboy told me Arn Anderson and came up with a new Four Horsemen or something about Braun and Cody and some other niggas. I don't even remember. But my question to y'all is, y'all get to pick a Four Horsemen today of current wrestlers. Anywhere in the world. And I said to my homeboy, I came up with uh, Dash and Dawson, clearly. Then I said, well, you know, Roderick Strong has been in every war game. He's kind of basically the Tully Blanchard. So I'd go with Tully. And I said, you come over the top with Nick Aldis because, I mean, he's just English for clear. That's clearly what he's doing. But I said, if you want to break the mold, though, Swap out Roderick Strong and put in La Sombra because then you get a color face and you get a black woman as J.J. Dillon with that. So it's like, you know, I kind of fucked with that. Who do y'all pick? That's it. That's it. I'm done. No more. Toodles. All right. He does have an addendum. It's like 30 seconds of play. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with no on all those picks, not all this, I don't know the woman you said. I didn't hear you, or I couldn't recognize who, who he said. Um, but Dash and Dawson, as good as they are, and as they're not horsemen, they're not yeah. styling profile. I, I mean, unless we're just like putting or together a good, fact, good faction, but you specifically said uh, horsemen of today's guys, and right. they ain't it. Uh, you could give them, you could liken them to some, another team. I'm sure, I'm sure, absolutely sure of it. But it ain't the Horsemen. They're not. Remember, they were like picking up the money and like, like, oh shit, and they're yeah. like poor guys who like, who they also ain't going guys. back. They also ain't going back to that trailer park. <laughs> yeah, they work, they, work. they chew fucking the one with the mutton chops chews like shit in his chew chaw or whatever the fuck you know tobacco chew. So nah, they not Horsemen. Uh, all this, he is, uh, yes, um, you can build around. I'll take that. So, um, who you have anybody that jumps out that you might want to add? So, I, I like the caveat I agree. of throwing oh. a woman in there. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I like, I do like Andrade. Like, I like his pick for Andrade. I thought that was good. Let's say Andrade, Shayna Baszler as the enforcer. Ooh. Um. I'm trying to, like, I want Andrade in there, but he's not, like, my top guy, so maybe he doesn't fit. If I, ha- if I have to have a tag team in there, um, let's go, I mean, the Usos don't have that look, but, you know, like, that's who I go with. Um, man, and it's funny, like, I, I okay, let, this is what I have. American Alpha... Shayna Baszler, Scorpio Sky. And my manager is... Man, I love Stokely, but he's a comedy manager. Um, 
Jim Cornette. The manager's Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> Glad we're not uh, doing this remote. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. American okay. Alpha, Shayna Baszler, Scorpio Sky, Dustin Rhodes. That's my four okay. horsemen. My four horsemen, I'm going with Nick Aldis, Charlotte Flair. Um, I, I, I don't tag team or, or to have somebody like uh, uh, yeah I'd have to I'd have to think about it a little bit but I definitely all this and Charlotte Flair are anchoring my four horsemen and I have Charlotte as a wrestler not necessarily as as a oh. as a, as a JD Dylan type uh, let's play Chewie's uh, second part. Damn, I just came with me and my, my homeboy. He just called me up talking about it right now. And he came with the lineup, and I tweaked a little bit. But, like, how do we fix this differently? We can't make all this, right? But we go off script. We put Tessa Blanchard in to be a Blanchard, clearly. We put Ooh. Jordan Grace in, and then Bruce <sighs> is Langston. But you keep Woods as the J.J. Dillon. So now we have... I like Woods and J.J. Dillon. All this shit going on. I fucks with it. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Stop bothering y'all. Is, is, is Until Cam uh, PSM. Wow. What was that last thing? Tell you what? Well, you called me a simp because uh, what was Damn. I doing? No, 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 no. He asked me if I was if I was uh, if I was reviewing Raw on Monday, and I told him originally I I was, but I had a date. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. So, wow, I man, I can yeah. infer a lot from a lot from that, but I won't. it was not. I got the well. I had the date first, but Wade asked me, and I already had it set. No, 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 no. I I get it, but I don't. I, I'm I'm more of the like. Since when did going out with women become a... Yeah, it's like, that's what the fuck... Well, he's joking, but, yeah. Oh, okay. I hope so. Yeah, no, he, yeah. <laughs> he was joking. Um, okay, yeah. Um, that's a good one. I like I like Jordan Grace in there. Uh, but that's Xavier, what we didn't talk sure. about, Travis. We didn't talk I'm about sure. Sandman and Jordan Grace. <laughs> My God. Like, I thought it was who, but didn't Tessa actually say something? She's the one that cut the promo, right? Uh, when you say cut the promo, what do you mean? She went out in front of the crowd and said, "Yeah, there's somebody in the back." And well, he, sure, but she, he's known for. I mean, Jordan Grace, was like everybody was talking about, like what, like names I see on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So but like, yeah. yeah, I mean just. The idea that, uh, number one, that women shouldn't main event a wrestling show is dumb. Um, well, well, whoever, well I, it's not because I don't necessarily, it's not because of women. I, I just don't trust the fans. Yeah, like, like yeah, that be, whoever you go to see, whoever, I'm not trying to explain this to Pina, like, whoever they're paying their money to see, like, that's, that's who should main event. Like, whoever's the most popular act, and on that card... Like that, those are the most popular acts. 
Like, that's just what it is. Um, you know, like, you couldn't even argue that Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey shouldn't have made events at WrestleMania. If you watch the product, like you knew. The only argument been. would be it should, should have been a one-on-one, and Charlotte shouldn't have been in. There. Exactly. That's well, why I said two names, though. <laughs> that's oh, why I said okay. two names. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, that's the only argument. Um, but on the flip side, for him to say any man with any wrestling experience will tell you the same thing is absolutely sinister. Like that's an insidious thing to say. Yeah. Because now all men have to fucking do that thing and be like, not me, or exactly. you're complicit. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so just for the record, not me. Or I, I'm not. He, I'm not in that demo. He said wrestling wrestlers with experience. But as a wrestling fan for thirty fucking years, thirty four years, and 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 doing this for eleven. You know, like, not me, motherfucker. Fuck you. What kind of shit is that to say? I wouldn't even have said that in 2007 when the talent just wasn't there. I would have been like, well, maybe not at this fucking moment with this property. And I mean on the mainstream, like in WWE, whatever TNA was doing. I think they were past there. Uh, no, I guess at that point, Gail Pim and Uncle Paul may have been their fair share of, fair share of, 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 of stuff. Um but yeah, strictly WWE, especially, and who gets the time and energy in the media. I would have, I would have addended, addended, you know, like caveat here. Here's a little asterisk. Just not right now. Like I wouldn't make it that with any of these women. No. Mm-hmm. But if done right, and you build somebody up, and you have people with credibility, and acknowledge that that's not you can't do that in a year. And, and it's you know something that took time. It took a cultural change but we got there and we're here we're literally living in it like bam it's that thing like once you get past something it's just like this is such a 2014 argument Uh (laughs) you know like man that's an old but just when you hear it said out loud it's just like oh that's uh that's jarring <laughs> like, are you, not like, are you not paying yeah, attention? Are you not paying attention? I'm not. I'm not at this point. I don't think half the people there are there for any a collective. All of the women at that that were at that festival, or not the festival, sure. the, uh, the thing that was there. But there's a sizable amount of people that were there because they knew Jordan Grace was going to be there. They knew Tessa Blanchard was going to be there. That they knew Camille was going to be there. Like. Britt Whitmire was like, I went down there to get my picture with two people. And that was Tennille Dashwood, Emma, and Camille, uh, like Camille Hardrock or something. I haven't seen her, but I hear a lot of good things uh, from NWA, woman from NWA. And he did, and that's who he wanted to see. You know, almost 50-year-old wrestling fan. You know, he wasn't there to see a bunch of, I mean, he was there to see legends and, you know, current day guys, but his money was on two women that wrestle and have legitimate skills and in-ring stuff and are at real athletes. He can get, go to, get his picture taken with fucking Devin or Yeah, I like 
like his uh, like that four horsemen theme. I, I want to think about that a little more. While we're in the mood, let's uh, let's listen to Brian Austin's uh, email or voicemail. He chimes in. Oh, did I delete it? How did that happen? I think this is an old one. This is marked 1127, but... Hey, Trav. Hey, Camp. Hey, Rich. This is Brian Clump from Phoenix. I want to say... Yeah, it's definitely an old one from actually. All right, I'll re-upload that one and uh, <laughs> get that. Get that, get that in the mix. In the meantime, we can read an email from Jabron. He chimes in from Vegas. Uh, what up, fellas? I have two questions for y'all this week. Uh, do you know if Sami Zayn is hurt and if that's why he's with Nakamura? I like what they're doing with Nakamura. Just wondering why he hasn't been, uh, I guess, Sammy. Wondering why Sammy hasn't been in the ring much in the past few months. you know anything about Sammy's uh, status? Um, I think it's just a slow return. Um, you know, he had that double surgery, and he did have a couple of matches after that. I think it's just being cautious. Hmm, okay. And if they can, you know, and if he can serve a purpose, not to be like, mm-hmm. you know, about Weird, rude about it, but he's on. He's out there serving, serving a, a yeah, a doing needed, a, a fine job, doing a great job. Yeah. And um, and and they're filling the void because Nakamura certainly wasn't lighting things up as a character, and a part of that was just because he just couldn't connect because they wasn't letting him cut promos the way he could if he was to connect. But they had him do stupid. Childlike, I'm a, I'm already I'm already talking in my second language, but I'm, I'm going to obscure my talking by having a damn mouthpiece in when I cut my promo. Uh, genius level ideas, WWE. Um, um, so yeah, um, he he's fine, I, or he's doing what he's doing, and that's that's it's working. God, he's obnoxious as fuck. Yeah, all the way. Again, like him and Kevin Owens are just so interesting to me because, you know, not knowing what goes on in their household specifically, they seem like just two of the best people in the whole world. You know, like they just seem like genuinely, thoroughly good people who want to leave like a mark on this place when they leave. And they can just play some of the worst, most annoying, nastiest characters you never see to each other. Um, just supreme talents. They really both are. And the second question uh, from Jabron. I think this new Fiend belt is probably the most creative belt design WWE has done in a long time. What are your top five belt designs? Uh, it doesn't have to be just WWE. Uh, thanks, fellas. I'll be listening. Um, well, I think you're probably one of, I'm not going to say one of a few people. I think most people, I think it's fine looking, whatever it is, creative or cool. But when you see that price and you hear that, that just takes so much away from any kind of, oh, that looks, that looks neat. Um, uh, favorite belts? I like, I like, yeah, you got some. 
off the top? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I like and doesn't get a lot of it doesn't get a lot of uh, doesn't get a lot of love, but JBL's horn bell was pretty cool. Yeah, see, most people are just like, oh yeah, they just slapped a gimmick on a belt. But I thought big gaudy Texan with the horns on the front of his truck or, or on the front of his limo, like yeah, he 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 gaudy his belt up in that way. Mm. The first spinner belt, U.S. title belt, because it worked with the time, you know, mm-hmm. this was so like at, they like one of the very few times where they connected in the moment or relatively in the moment. They didn't wait five years till something. They did with the title. lasted way too long. To, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that first U.S. title spinner belt was fucking dope as fuck. I don't care how silly it is. Very yeah. cool. Um, and the million dollar, the million dollar title is probably always going to be my absolute favorite, 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 over the top, gaudy fucking belt ever. Um, yeah, just like nine year old me, just wanting that thing so bad, just never went anywhere. Thirty years later, uh, so that's three. And try to think of some non WWE. I like the WCW US title belt. That was always, I me mean, too. I like, or at least the one. That like right as they ended. That was mm. uh, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure, any I can take a look. Yeah, I'm yeah. um yeah. high on I'm high on the the Winged Eagle belt, of course. Um, the Intercontinental title they just retired. That was the old one. Um, probably I'm I'm still more of a black leather guy. Um, but yeah, the uh, Shawn Michaels Bret Hart era IC title. So what? That's uh, that's two. Uh, big gold belt, of course. I'm a sucker for the WCW Cruiserweight belt. Mm. Um, yeah. With those, I'd probably say I did really like the uh, Attitude Era WWF title. Like, I like that. Yeah, um, the, the circle one that Triple H had. Yeah, I like that one. Perfect circle one. That was really cool. Um, I did like a, a few of the X Division titles uh, yeah. before they got overly uh, yeah. overly complicated. And I did, I really, really, really liked the first NXT belt. I wasn't. I like the current NXT belt a lot. Like, I'm, I'm really a big fan of that. Um, I like, the, I like the, the old US, t- or do we still, what's the? Champion, um, Rey Mysterio. As a matter of fact, is it still the diag the like octagon looking one? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, I haven't seen that belt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who has it? Um, I like. I mean, I like the current uh world universal women's design. Like, I think that's a good belt. Um. Like, whoever designed that, it's very practical. It looks like a title. Um, I mean, there are very few that I don't like, Travis, really. Like, I didn't. Like I said, John Cena's uh, spinner belt, his WWE title spinner belt, wore out its welcome pretty quickly. Um, I didn't like the the WWE Undisputed title. Um, you didn't like I just thought the, uh, the centerpiece was too wide. Okay. And That's so, one belt he had a champion who was a different size. Um, like it works it, for Lesnar. Kind of silly. 
But yeah, could you imagine Jeff Hardy if he if at the time you know in 04, if he had won that thing? Yeah, like I hated the ECW title. The not not the actual ECW title. Like I like what the ECW seventeen title, pounds of platinum TV title, the big silver one. I hated it. The seventeen pounds of platinum, fam. That's a special I place. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I was I was fan. I hated it. It was so bad. Um, but but and primarily because. If it wasn't Jack Swagger or Mark Henry or Big Show, it looks stupid. Look giant, um, yeah. I, you know, and this isn't even like this is a great question, but narrowing it down to five is hard because there's so many I liked. There's so like I like the Attitude Era tag titles. Yeah. Like it's it's so many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, if I had to say five, I would go Wind Eagle, IC, Big Gold, Cruiserweight. And probably WCW US. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Now I got Brian's uh, voicemail queued up. Let's uh, let's listen. And let me. Hey, East Coast Cast. Hey, Trap. Hey, Cam. Go ahead, Cam. Let me step out for one second. Oh, well, I was about to play it. We'll play it. Oh, you can hear. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, East Coast cast. Hey, Trap. Hey, Cam. Hey, Rich. This is Brian Collins from Phoenix. Hopefully, everybody has a really good night. Uh, so my question slash statement more about is from Raw on February, February on December the 2nd. And this is with uh, Charlotte versus um, the, the women's tag team champions, Asuka and Kari Singh. So I'm not a fan of those type of matches, even though I like if the baby face says, hey, I'll take on, I can take them both on. Now, according to Wade Keller's um, – his write-up is that that match went 15 minutes. So my question to you, Trav and Cam, and, of course, Rich as well, is that do you think that match went on too long? Now, of course, Charlotte's a 10-time women's champion, but we have Kyrie Sane and Asuka. Both of them were former NXT champions, and both of them are pretty dominant in their own right. So should it took Charlotte that long, or should it took uh, Asuka and Kyrie that long to beat Charlotte? And then what's your overall thoughts, thoughts of uh, these handicap matches? Now, going back to Asuka back when she was in NXT, if you remember, she said she did really a fatal four-way with her against the Iconics, and I believe it was um, um, Nikki Cross, where uh, Asuka said, I'll take all of them on! So, but she, and, then, but she, and she ended up winning the match and kept her title. So I just want to get your takes on that. Hopefully you have a real good night, Cam, Trav, and Rich, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. Bye. Um, so... He says the Kabuki Warriors won that match. I thought Charlotte did Charlotte win or did the Kabukis win? Oh, I guess Cam's not back yet. Because um, now I'm now I'm a, a bit confused. And yes, uh, she did in that four <laughs> four way. And, uh, boy, that was a that was a time she held that division down for for that like six month stretch. Where they had all their talent, minus Oscar and Nikki Cross was really just getting kind of started. Um, and who is and that? Yeah, um, his, his question was about what we talked about earlier: the the, the handicap match. Did he? Yeah. Had, he said it took Charlotte. He said it took the Kabuki 15 minutes to beat Charlotte. I thought yeah. she beat. They beat her. Okay, so at least they beat her. They yeah. won. Okay, fine. I was they I'm I'm less upset with it as I was when we talked about it in the in in the open. Uh because 
I don't know if you, I guess you didn't, you probably didn't say it, but I think I just assumed Charlotte won. Um, so at least Charlotte lost. Okay, it took him, took him 15 minutes to beat her. You know, okay. <laughs> She's a tough baby face, like Brian said, 10-time champion, blah, blah, blah. But like he also said, they're formidable in their own right. So you take, you know, you got to take some, take some bad with some good. Uh, shave five minutes off. I probably have less of a problem with it. Um, it obviously was a tag, a traditional, traditional. They had to tag in with a tornado rules or whatever you would call it. Um, or it wasn't a two-on-one match. It was a handicap match. So yeah, tag in and a handicap match. Um, okay, I'm less, less irritated, but. Um, and then he also talked, he, he asked about Oscar winning a four-way against the Iconics and, and uh, Nikki Cross. And she screamed, I'll take, all them, I'll take on all of them. And just reminiscing about how she held that division down for six months when it was just mm-hmm. uh, it was bare bones. And her, the Iconics, Nikki Cross, and, you know, Ember Moon winning squash matches because they were building her up in the background to, you know, eventually get to the Oscar match. You know, that had to take you know, a while. Uh, that was a tough time and she she did her thing. But yeah, so we talked about that earlier, Brian, the two on one or the handicap match aspect. Not fans, but at least, like I said, Charlotte lost. All right, let's uh let's head up to New York, talk to Mike. You wanna be like Mike, hit the constellation lines up three four seven two oh two oh one oh three. Get Mike on here. Uh, Mike, what's going on, man? What up? Trap, <clears throat> Ken, what's going on, fellas? Before we get um, before we get heavy centric, um, summertime shootouts three, Fab killed that shit. That's what I heard. Fire, hey. and I'm fucking with them. Yeah, yeah, Trap. Hey Mike, do you 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 fuck with Gr- uh, Griselda record? Fire, them boys, yo. That yo, I'm a real breeder. That's the second thing I was. I told you, yeah. That's the second shit right. I was gonna say. That's so, the second shit I was gonna say. Them Griselda boys is a problem, man. My bro, my brother hit me up earlier, texted me like, "Yo, you heard of Griselda records?" I was like, "I don't know, not knowingly, I never never heard of." So he was like, yeah, go, yeah. you know, WWCD or whatever the mixtape is called. So I went to YouTube, there it was, and I listened. I'm like, okay, we got Raekwon on the intro, and, you know, he's really into him. But then the first track started, and I just texted him back. I was like, oh, boom, boom, bat with the shoulder shrugs. <laughs> I was just like, you know, nah, it's just sound. He was like, oh, it got heavy woo vibes. He, he thought I was really going to fuck with him, and I just liked him. I'm like, yeah, all right, you know. I'm just, that's just not. Nah, it's boom bap. You know. It's boom bap, bitch, but it's, 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 it's kind of sped up to, you know, the touch, you know, nowadays subject type shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, 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 no. It's quality. Aside, from, aside from that, what I didn't know, doing a little knowledge on, on, on them cats, mm-hmm. um, two of them is brothers, which is the leader, mm-hmm. I believe his name is Westside Gun and Conway. Mm-hmm. And they are actually big wrestling fans. Do you know what their oh, yeah. um yeah, do you know what their alias is? Paul and Nash. Yeah. Paul and Nash. Mm-hmm. 
call it Nash. That's what they call each other. Like, right, they remind me of the whole major figure state property. Like when that first thing, you know, like yeah. first start hitting off like that. Because them boys, them boys spit, them boys rhyme. But it's like they do Benny the Butcher in the group to make it. Like he pretty much the face man. Yeah, Benny's with the interviews. Like, yeah. Is the is the blade there yeah. too? Blade. Yeah. Oh. And he's um, and you know they uh, Jay gave them dudes like some multi million dollars for that mm-hmm. Griselda record. Yeah, so they signed the Rock Nation. Oh yeah, you know he signed them direct, like he saw something in them cats. So. Yeah, I mean it's not. Hello, wait, so, you know. Mike. My brother said he said if this was he said if this was 1999, you'd be bumping them. <laughs> I was like, well, look, look, look. I said my text back was shit. I did cop the Wu Syndicate joint in '99, so you fucking right. I got him and eating this shit up. Was I was I was getting Wu Syndicate. You damn right out of Wu Syndicate. You, know. you was going me deep. I mean, That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Wu Syndicate. <laughs> I just, I just checked my wallet right now just to make sure it was still there. Yeah. How you, you send the kid a killer? Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to that first Killer Army uh, joint. That's the first three tracks on that first Killer Army tape is like with uh, Gigantic and Alasi's everything and something else on it. <laughs> The rest of that shit is butt, but them first opening the tracks go fucking hard. God damn. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so what's on your mind? What we got? I mean, I mean, coming out of Raw, I'm going to start from there. Coming out of Raw, only thing I agree with Cam that caught my eye is, I mean, that struck me, was that Drew McIntyre looked like a complete and utter fucking superstar. Mm-hmm. And... It's like they did, like they need the fucking soul put the strap the rockets to do that, and it seems like they're giving them a little bit more leeway to talk and be his, you know, feel comfortable as himself and not scripting so heavy, or at least they leading you to believe that. But he came off like a superstar from how he moved okay. to the end of the match when he just laid on his back and just kept up like. He just, everything about him was like, yo, why are they not fucking paving the road for this cat to fucking win the Rumble? Because I don't know, like, from what I'm hearing in the plan that they got going with this, with this, maybe this, um, Rock Kane 2 or Brock versus Tyson Fury shit, I don't know. Think about that on top of me. Especially with, like, a four-month build. That sounds terrible. It just, nobody cared the first time. And then Brian, right. it, it, Fury, it would just, it would just be an obvious, like, oh, they, you know, they're trying to salvage something. Mm-hmm. Because I think the plan was, like, or, or, they had to blow their wide at, at the Saudi show. Now they're trying to, you know, I don't know, because I'm not sure if everything works out. I don't think we can just take it for granted. I think is going to be available at the beginning of April to, to do wrestling shit. So let me so let me ask you guys, does Brock go into Mania again as champion, or do you see 
you know, them taking him, you know, taking it all for him if he's going to do, like, an attraction match like that. Because I don't, like, that would be just an attraction match. Yeah, he's going to be the champ. And he's not showing up until the Rumble. Um, and then he probably won't show oh, up yeah, until. Yeah, let that be known. Yeah, and then after that, he probably won't show up until WrestleMania build. Until Mania so, build. Me. Yep. So, so at least doing? in the meantime, they put uh, they put a decent amount of heat on the universe on the U.S. title. They had all those guys coming yeah. out. You know, I want it, I want it, I want it. Had Ray win that match, and then had Ray go on to to win the title. Um, yeah. So, so for some I reason, mean, I don't see down the line. Yeah, I see a three. I smell a three way coming. Ray, um, Ricochet, and Umberto Correa. I see a three way coming. Um, all babyface three way. Yep. I think I guess that's I better than my hill. I mean, that'd be cool if, if, if they, you know, hill Korea. No. That no. like a raid. No, man. First off, it ain't It's too early for that. Like nobody cares about him yeah. as a baby face yeah. before you turn them heel. Plus, he's yeah, a baby face. face. Ain't shit about him that's a heel. <laughs> Yeah, scrap that. He too. He looked too Menudo-ish. Like yeah, he too young. Too I guess one boys. thing for for Witch's face had an NXT with the dimples and the and the Angel Garza. Yeah, to be a, to be a heel, because he looks like a grown ass man that's like, you know, can do some things and maybe can fight. Kareem uh, just seems like a seventeen year old kid. This is his first job. And he's a little maybe maybe and over his head maybe he can come through but he ain't a bad yeah. guy because he's he too like at all to be to be a bad guy. A year from now, yeah. two years from now, he starts getting full of himself and you know gets a girlfriend or you know wins himself a secondary championship and on a as a you know by fluke you know over a heel that they want to you know transition from and all of a sudden. You know, we got cocky and bring over a career that people might care about. But now, no way. He turns on Ray a year from now, and we can go into WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm 2021 I'm not. with Ray and Korea. But nothing, no costume with them. I mean, yeah, no, not the immediate future. You know, let him get a year or two and grow a little five o'clock shadow or something, you know, around his face or some shit like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Had a, you know, give him a little bad boy edge. You know, yeah, it's too down the line. But what I'm, what I'm hitting for, Trav and Cam, is that I can't, like, I don't want to see another mania build of who, you know what I mean? Who goes after Brock this year? We don't, we don't waste some time to did that shit. Well, you better man. get damn used to it, right? Like, like they go like, at the Rumble. I mean, they should be trying to turn out. This is the like your best 2019. Is that, they, is that they start heating up Drew McIntyre, and and right. and and he wins the rumble and turns face or something. I don't know, or stays heel, and that'd be a good dynamic. Like, yeah. you know, I'm sick of Brock, but I mean, still a piece of shit. Yeah. it's time to start getting all these other players ready. You know what I'm saying? It's the end of the decade. We going in the 2020s now, like. Same format, same bullshit. They need to, you know what I mean, freshen things up. 
But I will say as much on the NXT side, they definitely had the momentum. The show was more cohesive. Well, it has been over the past couple weeks. I mean, don't get it fucked up. AEW, they still, you know, been doing their thing. But, I mean, it's like they kind of like, seems like they're, like they're adjusting on the fly now, to, you know, instead of just keeping tunnel vision, tunnel vision. But what we talked about, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, probably a month ago, I think it's coming back to bite them on, that, on their ass. And that being um, not putting, you know what I mean, the main guys over. It's like, how are you trying to get newer talent over and you guys haven't really established yourself and got yourself over, you know what I mean, to the prime time U.S., you know what I mean, U.S. crowd. Like, I think that's coming back to kind of Awesome. Well, at least with Cody, he he was he lost to top folks, you know, on TV and on pay per view after TV. You know, he lost to Jericho. Before that, he lost to, uh, or he beat, he beat his brother, the one I was at in Vegas. But then you know, Kenny's losing to nobody, not nobodies, but he's losing consistently. Young Bucks are losing all their matches, or most of them. I don't necessarily think that's the reason. I don't think those those losing is why maybe people are have tuned out. Oh, I don't consider that or main reason, but I think it's how they present their show and how they their show is formatted and how how their show feels is why people don't. And who and if, and 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 that they don't have, yeah, I, I don't want to say they don't have stars because they have a, they have a few, but where they don't, yeah, they do, but they don't seem to be making great they, decisions. And I'd give you Chris Statlander versus yeah. Amy Sakura as a prime example, or anything Britt Baker has done not in Pittsburgh in the fucking eight weeks they've been a, been on TV. Right. They made Britt Baker look like a fucking chump, except in her hometown. The most marketable woman they got on their roster before Chris Statlander showed up. They had looking like a fucking cornball. And my thing is, who is who? Who is the boss? Who is Omega? I mean, we kind of know who Cody is, but who are these guys? They should be featuring video packages, you know. We should know more about far. Kenny Omega. We should know a right. lot more about Kenny Omega. Because he's regardless of what he's going to be the face of the company. He is going to be the main guy of the company. So my thing is, we should like, we should be featuring him in video packages and no more. You know, who the hell Kenny Omega is? We know who he is, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, Tom, Dick, and Jane that's watching that's the TV thing show. They, do. they might not know. That's who another he is. thing they do. They assume everybody knows everybody, and they assume people are watching their fucking internet content. Which is bullshit. No. Which I don't understand no, no, why they're still putting so much emphasis in being the elite. Not that they should just drop it, but they need to bring some of that shit to the TV if it's so good. Right. I don't know why that right. is so good. But if it's so good, if you think it's so good, put it on your nationally cabled TV show. And I made my rant about AEW Dark. Stop putting good promos and good matches on a show for fucking YouTube. On fucking Dark. I don't understand it either, Trav. I don't understand it either. Why? Like, it seems like Dark is more of a cooler watch. 
because the I don't know because I'm not fucking going to YouTube to watch my fucking wrestling show. And not to mention one that's got a goddamn TV show, two hour block on on uh, nationally syndicated cable. No, right. And not to there. mention with the BNA elite, with the BNA elite this week, they let the um in a circle take over the shit, and that shit was fucking hilarious. They let the inner circle guys take over. Mm. So you got um, Santana all teasing them in their regular cadence, cursing, fucking around. Sammy Guevara is such a fucking star. He is yeah. going to be a fucking star. He's going to be like, to me, those are my two, um, like, homegrown. Well, I got three, like, but my two immediate homegrown talents that I think is just going to just come shine through for uh, AEW, and that's from Sammy Guevara and um, MJF. And also, mm-hmm. I like the dynamic of Luchasaurus, because Luchasaurus, not for nothing, not saying he's him, but not for nothing, wholeheartedly, he reminds me of a young, you know what I mean, um, surfer cat that came along on the Turner side of organizations, and, you know what I mean? And and the ladies, name thing. Like, as far as, like... I guess that makes sense. Because people get... People really go and I don't fucking... And I don't get it. So, I guess that's, uh, that's a fair comparison. Yeah. Really? Why do you go crazy for Luchasaurus? I'd be like, do they see something I don't see? Dude is good. Like the the, the for a big kid for like dude is dude is pretty good. I just haven't have I just haven't been exposed to him enough. So everything I know yeah, is pretty just good. What I saw the limited stuff I saw in Vegas and that and I think he was in a battle royal, so that's not exactly where you're yeah, where you can feature. Um but I could see I could see them, you know, keeping that group together for a while and them probably being tag champs down the line, him and uh, Jungle Boy. But the thing with um, another thing with AEW, they need to introduce another championship. Like they need to introduce another mid card, like the, the like Jericho title, which is one of my favorite belts right now. That that it looks really so good, by the way. I thought it was too soon yeah. to say it's one of my top five, but that is a good mm-hmm. title. No, it's. Yeah, that, that belt is awesome. But that needs to have more of a big fight feel. That should be one of the keys to drawing their pay-per-views, knowing that we got AEW world title match every pay-per-view. Like, they need mm-hmm. to wean it off and stop letting him, you know, defend it on TV ever so often. They need they, yeah. they should introduce a television title or, you know what I mean, to some degree. And to me... Like, I'm not in the media, but somewhere down, you know, summertime 2020, they need to introduce a, a junior heavyweight or cruiser division and let that shit be the house that Phoenix built for a while. They should you know have a saying? title on Dark. Like, they really should. Yeah. Like, 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 like yeah. to me, they need a title to build around Phoenix. Because Phoenix is the second tier to the top, like, probably the next, you know, best thing they got. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, He's the, the the next best thing they got to Rey Mysterio, but you know also on the ROH front, you know they probably getting a couple of those guys too because you know Marty Scrub contract is coming up, Bandito's contract is coming up, Brody Lee's contract is coming up. You got a lot of dudes contract coming up in the ROH and they ain't be signed. 
Mm-hmm. And then next year you got a revival contract up. January you got um Luke Harper contract up. Who they took right back off TV after putting them on TV? Like, yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the revival was smart. They didn't take the they didn't take the the, the double money that. Uh, AJ and Gallows and Anderson and all those, you know what I mean? All those cats. So even Sasha has got her to resign. They got her to resign as well. Who? Wait, who? who? She? Um, who? Sasha Banks. Sasha, oh, okay. They got Sasha Banks to resign. Because I know AEW, I mean, as soon as Tessa Blanchard's contract is up, I know they are fucking going for her. If they don't, they are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Her, Jordan Grace, all fucking yeah. Emma, Tennille Dashwood. Why isn't she getting off? Why I said I said this right. when after I left Vegas. I was like, why the fuck is this Emma and every available top tier woman that they that is not in WWE in this company? Right, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Is, they're trying to get fucking Rio and Sheeta and people over that might be good, decent wrestlers, but yeah. we don't know them bitches. And they don't. It's, Why the fuck is not Eva Lee signed? Eva Lee is a fucking incredible, hell of a uh, great performer. Why did Why didn't yeah, Jamie Martinez? I feel like we've been saying that for a long time. Same thing with yeah. I don't know. I thought. I think they thought we got. You know, if it was a between you know Martinez and Mia Yim, they're like, well, we got a Mia Yim already. Or if they had to sign, you know, they had to sign Mercedes first. Because they kind of do build a similar, if you're, mm-hmm. again, I don't know if you were listening, but Kevin kind of had this conversation. But that, and, I, and I want to be, make it clear that I'm coming from a WWE perspective. You know, they still fucking certain look around, you know, ethnically. not ambiguous. They are what they are. One's like, they're kind of less heat than the other. You know, blatant. Uh, but, you know, Brown women, fine, tattooed, kind of, you know, urban. Like we got one of those, and that's as far as they, uh, as far as they go. I thought after the May Young, Lady Martinez had some kind of spot, some kind of run. Nope, she did a few jobs on the next team, uh, and and that was it. Maybe it just might have not have been a good fit. She might not have wanted to take that sixty thousand dollars that they might have been offering her or whatever. Um, but yes, AEW surely could use Tennille Dashwood, Martinez, Martinez, and you know a few others, and that that that, that probably could be shaken available if they're not exactly available. Right. Like, yeah, I'm not a billionaire owner or billionaire son owner. Come on, come right. on, buy out some fucking contracts. Yeah, it's too early for fucking uh. What's this girl? Uh, the big girl that the big girl out there was pushing. Um, uh, Nyla Rose. Uh, yeah, Nyla Rose. she's 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 not ready. She's yeah, she's, she's green as goose shit. She 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 ain't ready. She ain't ready at all. But yeah, that's right. that, that. I mean that that. Might, and they knew that, that when you got Riho beating her, and you know it's like yeah yeah they just don't have yeah. faith that she can. But yeah, that might be one of the things. That they need, you know, to help them along. They need, to me, they need another. They need that instead of that fucking battle bowl ring, uh, rip off angle they doing. They need a, a, another mix. Uh, they need a mid card title, like 
right now a TV title with, with um, MJF, that would be the shit because who wouldn't want to see him get his ass whooped every week? Yeah, I know. I remember Wade would always talk about a TV title in the context of you defend it one week, the next week they're establishing a number one contender for the next week. I don't think you can do, you can keep that pace, but if you cut that in half and you have um, somebody defended on TV, his title on TV, and it's just a TV title, but you build it up and he does it once a month. Especially since they don't have monthly pay-per-views and they're quarterly or whatever they're going to be doing. Um, yeah, they're going to be definitely build up. You can definitely build up to a monthly MJF TV title defense every right. month and establish for a month number one contenders and that kind of thing. And you do your do your angles and you run your you run your matches and various promos and stuff. But once a month, well, as you can, yeah, yeah. I mean, as you can see that that they're building on TV, is Moxley the guy that takes the title from Jericho? Or do you think Jericho should hold it? I guess, what's their big pay-per-view, um, September? You think he should hold it for the last time? That is quite the run. Too long if he lost it in Vegas in this summer, that would that would work. They could, they could do a story, and that's where, he, where Moxley debuted. But in the meantime, Jericho spends the next six months uh, dodging and using his contractual influence and his championship influence to keep Moxley out of the title picture. You you have you make it legit so Tony Khan could tweet like our hands are tied and it seems like real. Um, so you do stuff like that for the next five or six four or five months and then you book the match by this by November or by April Jericho's run out of say so if double or nothing is if they do another Vegas or another May pay-per-view in Vegas or another if they have whatever's before that in uh, April March February say they do something in February so between now and February Moxley's trying to get a title match, and then he has to do something at that February show in order to finally get his thing. And then they build that from February to May or March to May, whenever the hell. Yeah. And he wins it. And yeah, Moxley's the chance. Or Jericho retains. Where depends on where you are come next May. All right. Two quick, two quick last things, and I'm out of here. Um. I think the Fiend, and um, does he hold it to Mania or beyond Mania? I mean, because it's clear cut that, I mean, everything could always change, but as of how it looks, they're going Fiend Roman at uh, Mania. And also, as far as the um, NWA deal, because you know they got their little pay-per-view next week, um, do you see season two or in the near future them getting picked up by um, – not a big TV network, but you know, per se, a mid you know, somewhere on uh, traditional TV. And that's all I got. Yeah, appreciate you, Mike. Um, that second thing first, man, I, it, it's, I mean, you know, because make them wait. Yeah, because we move in the circles that we move in, 
um, you know, we were given information that, not that it was any type of confirmed deal, not that they were particularly close on it, but somebody let us know that NWA's goal, at least in the short term, was to get on WWE Network. And the stuff with Cornette, if anything, you know, put put a put a hold on that. If that still comes to fruition, we'll see, but mm-hmm. that caused an issue. Um, you know, again, I think it's a, a really well-produced, smart, good-looking, interesting product. Um, it's just that when that red flag comes up and you handle it the way you handle it, season two is really going to have to do – and then you end the season by thanking Jim Cornette. Like, I, I, they continue to shoot themselves in the foot when they don't have to. Like, Travis, I don't know if you were watching the group chat. There was this thing about uh, the 49ers announcer said that one of the reasons it's so hard to tackle Lamar Jackson is because that dark skin with the dark uniform and a dark ball causes an extra split second where you can't see the football, and then he's gone. Like, really said that. Like, these people in charge continue to, to volunteer information that nobody needs that ends up hurting everybody around them. So, like, thanking Jim Cornette at the end of the season where you either fired him or led him to resign based on a situation is stupid. Um, so I think they're going to have to have a strong, eventless season two before they make it onto any type of platform. I was t- I had myself muted. I'm sitting here yelling about Lamar Smith. That's the most absurd Jack. thing I've ever heard. Like how? Like how does that doesn't even on no level does that make any kind of sense? The Cleveland Browns would be undefeated if that was the case. Because their uniforms are literally the same color as the ball. Like that it's so stupid. Split se- no, it doesn't. His fucking it's fat so stupid. muscle fiber gives him that split second. I mean. I'd have rather them said some ignorant shit like that than it's like so stupid. It's so the dark skin against the ball and the you know. So what about home games when they wear white, or do they never wear fucking light outfits or light music? Oh no, they wear purple sometimes. You know, black looks just like purple. Of course they wear white. Like it's so stupid. It's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, golly. All right, let's uh, let's head down to Georgia. And- Get Darrell in on this fun. Darrell, what's happening? What up? Not a thing. What's going on with you guys today? You know, little this, little that. Yeah. So you might. Okay then. Okay. Hopefully y'all don't carry no ball around and be looking the same way, chameleon type of style. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> oh man. I think that's the that only reason. I think that's the only reason Cam was able to get out of Dallas Stadium. With that stolen football, was because you know he's brown and the and the ball's brown. Yeah, he he could like million himself into the big bows on his arm. Oh my god! Like he had Popeye on on one arm. The ball just blended. That's ridiculous, man. Oh my god! Yeah, been listening to uh, everything y'all been saying today, man. Um, Taking a lot of this stuff. Wrestling this past few days was um this past weekend or week was okay. Last week was good. Um 
like certain things about both shows. <clears throat> I know um, yeah. one thing, though, sometimes the fans themselves and the tribalism with it get too much, you know. And you hate, For sure. you hate looking or reading comments and stuff like that because, you know, now that NXT done beat uh, AEW for two weeks, nine NXT fans going all crazy, saying crazy stuff. <laughs> Are they? And what are they saying? Like, before, ha, ha, we won. Like, it's their team. Like, they get something out of it. Like, they get a, a yeah, Like, you get paid from it. Like, you get paid from it and stuff like that. You know, when before they were saying, well, it's a marathon and stuff like that, then you got, um, then also you got um, AEW fans. They go to the extreme, too. <laughs> it's just hilarious what you hear. Um, I thought the clever thing was uh, now, especially when it came to the ratings, uh, people say that um, now overnight ratings don't mean anything. When for forever, I've been, I was told that they do. Now it's, it's a three-day period or a two-day period. Or, well, uh, I mean, to be fair, Darrell, we're on. literally in the middle of a massive uh, media shift in how people consume their stuff. So what you well, could have said, what was true three years ago might not be true now. And it's certainly what was true 10 years ago ain't true now. So overnight start, the more and more people stop watching live shit, the less overnights matter. That's like just an intuitive kind of like shit make you go, oh, well, sure. That, that would be sense. the smart it thing be to say and say that over time, but not when you just, not when people say, um, especially this past month, uh, past Monday, or uh, just last week, talk about how Raw dropped overnight. Remember when Friday, couple, just two Fridays. See, ago? it's not an um, all or nothing thing, though. Right like, it can be, it can be both. It cannot matter as much, but you're still concerned that the fucking overnights don't look as good. I mean, it's mm. not everything's not like uh, just cut and dry. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't in a changing but, landscape. I'm not saying um, cut and dry, as in just for if it's cut and dry for everybody in the party, but it was said it was stating that this just because what happened this past Wednesday, and that's what now it no longer matters just because these certain people lost. That's how it was seeming to look like. I'm just saying I seeming to look like when I read the comments and stuff like that. That's all I'm saying. Just put my take on it. I, I, I understand if it was in looked at or said in general, but you know that's what my taking of it. That's all. Yeah. Um. I I get what y'all was saying. I don't. Um. Y'all was saying earlier about y'all don't understand why they don't have all these women in AEW and stuff like that. I understand people want their women division to be better, but I get why they couldn't sign everybody like that because. As in people who not in control of the money, we think people just just spend the money, but we don't know if they could offer all these people money like that and stuff like that. So I give them the benefit of the doubt until you show otherwise. What do we get? Why couldn't they? What are we? Are we assuming that they broke already? I'm not assuming that they broke. I'm just assuming that they might have a budget. <laughs> like any reasonable company should. Oh sure. I'm yeah, sure but how, how, much is, how much is it to to pay Emma to be on your roster? 
Like now, you definitely going to have to pay Tessa Blanchard way more in three or six months or whatever like, signer than they would have if, if they ROH just is trying to sign you for twenty thousand dollars. Like you have forty, <laughs> you just do. <laughs> right, and you probably got eighty to make you know. But yes, yeah, and I understand not paying eighty, but yeah, you you have forty. You just mm-hmm. even if I believe they have a budget in place. Like, what well, Oscar was getting 60 to, to go to NXT, right? Like, you have 30. You just do. Um, and the, the the bigger thing is, like, I, I think that there's men in the men's division who are just there to be there. Like, mm-hmm. it could have been a lot more balanced, and there could have been a lot more, a lot less dead weight. I mean, there's not, but when when we but have guys that get on Twitter on and make those lists of 100 people who do this, I'm like, yo, my, my biggest thing was this. If I was in charge of AEW, I'm paying a full-time scout on the road. Like, I can afford that. Just like I can pay a wrestler, you know, however much to, to be at this event twice a week, I can pay a guy to show up at different wrestling events for a year and tell me what he's seen and scout talent that way. I could have been doing that for a year because almost everybody on that men's roster is somebody that everybody knows. Whether they're good, bad, or in between, they were named. They could have been finding new people, men and women. Like, there's no reason they shouldn't have had Big Swole from the jump, like before the first show, but they didn't. And to me, that's a management thing. It's not a money thing. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm... Definitely well, they hired a bunch of their friends. It's a pocketbook. It's fucking there. Chuck Taylor's got a job. He fucking sucks. And I like, I know a lot of people like. He he's okay to a lot of people. He ain't drawn by him. Best friends match. You could have had Trent Beretta as a singles guy and as a as a mid card singles guy, respectable mid card singles guy, and not this bullshit go nowhere tag team. That's embarrassing when they do dumb shit. Uh, they could they they do have a lot of dead weight. They got a bunch of fucking indie fucks that they that they're that they that they that they know that they literally are friends with instead of but see, people that that's a focus that on um you know like you like y'all said wrong. with Cam what you and Cam said was management and we could have focused on that in the beginning when they was out here offering all those people that y'all saying that just there and holding up stuff they offer them crazy contracts. And now anybody else who come to them is expecting these same crazy contracts. And now you set yourself up for failure when you started that, and then you was touting that. And that's what people were so hyped about is about them even in the market by giving these people these max and super contracts. After a while, um, you even know you got to be an owner. If it lets me. Yeah. Okay. This was the last thing. Um. Even though you got an NFL owner, remember now NFL owners don't like to pay nobody nothing, not a dime. So <laughs> <laughs> people keep saying they got a billionaire, but a billionaire who in the NFL who don't want to pay nobody. Well, a billionaire. Nothing, that's gonna be. That's also another misconception. Like he kind of owns fucking uh, what's his name? His son does. Yeah, so, so he don't control the money, <laughs> and um, they not making any money right now either. They just spending a whole lot of money. You're not hearing them saying about. 
they making buku money, so they set themselves up for failure off rip. And that's something that you could go a deep dive in. And that's it for me. Cool. Appreciate you, man. Um, yes, sir. So that uh, that does it for another uh, <clears throat> another week, another East Coast cast. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate y'all's uh, y'all's uh, you know you know continual listenership and interactions, and thanks for the emails and the tweets and the voicemails and everything. Um, Cam, appreciate your time and your energy, your co-hosting ship. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, I should have announced this kind of when you know in the middle of the show when we probably have a peak audience that there will be no 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 VIP this week. Um, Rich is on assignment in California. Matter of fact, Rich got flewed out to Cali, and who knows what he's doing. Uh, Making moves. Mm-hmm. So no VIP. So we'll be back at y'all next week on Blog Talk Radio, same time, uh, same frequency, same megahertz. So thanks, Cam. Thanks, y'all. Uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. We out. <laughs>